There was a woman one time who was asked by her co-worker what it was to be a Christian. And she told her co-worker, she said, it's kind of like being a pumpkin. God will pick you out of the patch, bring you in, wash you up, cut your top off, reach inside, get all the yuckiness out of you, clean it all up, carve you a smiling face, and put his light inside of you. Now, I don't know, I know that when times get really tough and when we go through struggles, and I know that there are a lot of things out there that people are going through, it is hard a lot of times to smile. Sometimes it's hard to see where God's grace comes into our life. A lot of it is, is we just get focused so much on our problem. And we all have problems. Every one of us have the issues that we go through. Sometimes we turn inside of ourselves and start looking the wrong direction. God's mercy and God's grace is around us everywhere if we will look for it. God has taken us and has made us new inside if we will but claim that promise. It's very, very difficult sometimes to walk around in life and be happy when you're going through something that's very rough. Sometimes it's hard to see God's grace in situations. Sometimes it's hard to see God's mercy in situations. A little definition of grace is an unmerited divine assistance given to humans for their renewal or their resanctification. I, I want you, if you have your Bibles, um, Ephesians 2, 4 to 9 is a great little scripture on grace. If you have it, we're going to read um, a couple of verses right now. Ephesians 2, 4 to 9. It goes like this. And I wanted to ask y'all guys something. I don't know... <laughs> I don't know if y'all are like me, but are y'all uh, preacher paper counters? You know, you know what I mean? You, you see how many I got, and you're like, he's got seven left, he's got six left. Y'all do that? Uh, raise your hand if you do that. Do y'all, does y'all ever do that? I, 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 I do that. I, I'm like, okay, he's got four left, he's got three left. So I'm not gonna th- We have seven to get through, so we'll, we'll go really quickly. Um, Ephesians chapter 2, uh, 4 to 9, if you have your Bibles, you can follow along. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not from yourselves, it is a gift of God, not by works that no one should boast, that no one can boast. You know, struggles have a way of shaping us, and that's unfortunate. A struggle should not shape you, okay? The power of God in your life should shape the struggle. We have to be very, very careful as Christians. When we go through something that's tough, that the struggle itself does not get the best of us. Whether it's a death in the family, whether it's an illness, financial troubles, relationship troubles, I would guarantee you that that probably covers most of the people in here have something that they're going through in that, in that process. Struggles do not shape us. The power of God through grace and mercy is what shapes us. We, um, 
We've had a couple very fortunate, just in our family, in the last couple of weeks, we've had a couple of very fortunate um, examples of God's mercy. Um, about, I don't know, it's two or three weeks ago now, I was, I was sleeping, and I don't know, when I go to sleep, I'm like out. I, very seldom do I even hear the phone. My wife says, she likes to, when I go to bed, she'll go read her Bible for a while, and when she comes in, she says, I sit up in the bed, and I and I'm like bug-eyed for like, she said it takes a couple minutes and she has to kind of tiptoe around because she's scared. I'm going to, I'm just, I'm not with it. It takes me a little bit. And so I don't usually, when, when I'm sleeping, I'm out, I'm out. But a couple weeks ago, it was 1230, my, the phone rang and I don't know why I heard it because usually I don't. And it was Sherry calling me and she said, um, hey, it, your, your brother Brent, his, your, his house just burned down and um, nobody's hurt. It's all good. Um, but it was just an example because you know when you pick up the phone at 1230 at night and you see Sherry's, she doesn't like me enough to call me at 1230 at night. I promise you something's wrong uh, if at 1230 at night my phone rings. And you know that feeling that you get, you know, when you look at it, you're like, oh, I mean, you know, and then when, when, you, when you hear the message, you're like, oh, God, thank you. You know, it's just that awesome feeling that, you know, it's, it's not as bad as it could have been. You know, everybody's safe. Everybody's fine. Um, and I remember that feeling very good. And then, and then Friday night when Carl called me at 9.30 and I, I knew something was wrong because Carl doesn't call me at 9.30 on Friday nights unless he wants something or something's wrong. And I just knew, so I had a feeling instantly. And the first words out of his mouth were, Caitlin had a wreck. And once again, you get that, oh, ooh. And, and, and then, oh, but she's okay. And, you know, it's just, God, thank you so much. You know, and then I was, I was on my way to Caitlin, and then I come over the hill and, and, and see that big scene, and immediately the same feeling hits me. I'm like, I don't, you know, this looks worse than what they said it was. And then to realize it wasn't her and she was okay, again was this feeling that God's hand of mercy and grace was on our family the last couple of weeks. And then last night, <laughs> same thing. I, and you can ask my wife, this is, an, uh, this is a true story. Um, sleeping sleeping sound and it was probably four o'clock in the morning and our living room light turns on I mean just and we both sit up and we're like of course I have to go look and once again it's that original it's that original feeling of this this is not right your living room light doesn't just turn on at four o'clock in the morning it's not normal still not sure what happened but once again God's grace and God's mercy when you when everything's okay and all the beds have been checked and the doors are still locked no windows are broken. It's a, it's a great feeling to know that we have a Father in heaven who is actually walking us through all these times in our life that are both painful, that are both miserable, but also the times that are great. So we don't, even this morning, when y'all guys had an opportunity to speak to the people around you, oftentimes we don't take the opportunities that we have to bless and to praise God for the times that he leads us through, triumphant through stuff. When God does protect our families and when God does hold us together and when God does see us through a trial and through a storm, a lot of times we don't give God the praise that he deserves. And I would encourage y'all guys this week to be a people who are cleaned out on the inside and who have a candle and a smile and it shines at night. It shines during the day. I would encourage you guys to be a people who is willing to praise a God who showers us with mercy and grace all the time. As a father, I see this more and more. You know, they always say how you get older, you reflect, and, and it's, it is, it's just true. 
Things that I didn't realize five years ago, I now realize. As a father, I want nothing more than for my son at 25, 30 years old to look back and say that he had a father who was there for him. And I want nothing more than my son to reach the age of 25 without something terrible happening. And every day that I think about my family, I thank God for his grace and his mercy that my kid and my family is still, my kid is five, almost four, four, almost five, four and a half. And God has kept him safe. God has kept us safe. There are so many things for us to be alive and happy about. But so many times we sit there and we won't smile, we won't praise God, and we're not thankful for his mercies and his grace to us. So I would encourage us this week, I would encourage us today to show the people around us what a mighty God it is that you serve. Just think for a second. Just think for a second over the last three or four weeks. What has God brought you through? What are some of the things that God has been right there leading you through? Some of the tough times, I don't know, maybe it's tests. Maybe it's, you know, it's whatever, relationships. But God has been there and he has been faithful for us and he has been faithful to you and he has been faithful to me. God will reach in and clean us out and make us smile if we will claim the promise of grace and mercy. I want to go over a couple of these verses again. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ. One of the things an alive Christian does is smiles. I struggle with this a lot. I'm not a smiley person. And if I'm not in a good mood, it's, it takes you about 20 seconds to figure that out. This was a good challenge to me. Every morning when I wake up and I go to my job that has a lot of stress and pressure, it is because of his great love for us, God who is rich in mercy, me and my grouchiness can be a made, in, made alive in Christ even when I don't feel like it, even when I'm going through something that's tough. God, who is rich in mercy, is there for you, and he's there for me. It is by grace that you have a hope and a future. It is by grace that you guys have something to live for. What would it be like? Have you ever really thought about what it would be like if you didn't know what was going to happen when you died? If you didn't know what was going to happen, you ever think about that? I mean, this whole thing, this whole Christianity thing, if you would just take that and take it out of your life, what would your life look like? It is by grace you have been saved, and God has raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace, which I feel like he's shown that to our family in the last couple of weeks. I feel like he showed that to me and my family personally. The incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Jesus Christ. For it is by grace that we can claim all these promises that God has made to us. It is by grace you have been saved through faith. It is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no man can boast. My wife told me an interesting thing about something that they did 
um, at the conference, the guy came out uh, toting a big piece of wood and somehow ended up making a cross and, and standing up a cross. And they all got to write down something on a card that they came and nailed to the cross. Now, I would venture to say that all of us have something that we need to nail to the cross this morning. We have something that we need to claim the power of God is going to help us through it. And that we need to nail it to our cross. Not our cross, but if there was a cross, the cross. Each one of us has something that we need to reach down inside of us and look inside of ourselves and be willing to nail to the cross. Be willing to give it up for the sake of Jesus Christ. Isaiah 54, 7, I know a lot of people, a lot of people in their struggles and when they're going in the middle of a trial, they, they kind of feel like this. It says in Isaiah 54, 7, for a small moment have I forsaken thee. And we can feel like that. In the midst of something really hard, you can feel like God has forsaken you. But the, the finishing part of the, of the verse is so awesome. For a small moment have I forsaken thee, but with great mercies will I gather thee. You know, when you're in the middle of something really, really tough, it's hard to see the other side. And you feel like you can be all alone. Seven more to go. All alone in your struggle. You can really, really, really feel like that. But it says, God says with his great mercies that he is going to gather you up and deliver you out of that. One of my favorite songs, a song that we're gonna, we'll sing together to, 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 close, to close with, one of the first songs you ever learn on the guitar because it's one of the simplest melodies and simplest song to sing, is Amazing Grace. It's just one of the, if you reflect on that song a little bit, second verse says, "'Twas grace that taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears relived.'" A lot of people, when they go through struggles and trials, they fear them so badly. Scared of what God's going to take them through. Scared of how you're going to handle something. Um, Whatever it is in life. Maybe it's at work, how you're going to handle a situation. Amazing Grace says, And grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear the hour I first believed. And it's not just the hour you were saved. It's the hour that you believed that God was going to take you through what you're going through right now. That's how precious grace works. The hour that you believe in your heart that God's going to carry you through whatever you're going through right now, that's when you feel God's grace and mercy come in and will get you through it. Through many dangers, tools, and snares, we've all been through them. I felt like that this morning at 4 o'clock when the light went off. That was a danger. I have already come. Tis grace that brought me suf- Tis grace has brought me safe thus far, and grace will lead me home. You know, I am trusting and praying that through God's grace and mercy that he's going to lead me home. And that I, in turn, will help my family and my son be led home. I pray that that's, y'all's cha- that's, that that's y'all's goal for your life. That God's grace is going to be with you through whatever lies ahead for y'all. The Lord has promised good to me. 
His word my hope secures. He will my shield and portion be as long as life endures. He will my shield and portion be. That's really hard to see if you're in the middle of something today. If something is, is absolutely burdening you down today, that's hard to see that God's grace and mercy is going to be your shield. Yet when this flesh and heart shall fail and mortal life shall cease, I shall possess within the veil a life of joy and peace. The earth will soon dissolve like snow. We have one shot. thought that was awesome, Tony. We got one shot. This is our shot right now. Because soon the earth will dissolve like snow. The sun forbear to shine. But God who called me here below will be forever mine. I am so thankful for a God of grace and mercy. And I pray that in my heart and in my soul and in my spirit that I will always be willing to share what God has done for me with people around me, with people at work. To know how powerful it has been in my life and in my family. And that through every trial, struggle, and situation, God's grace and God's mercy is there for you. It's an awesome, awesome promise. I think everybody knows that John Newton wrote the song Amazing Grace. It's a pretty cool story. It's, uh, he, he lived through some dangers and tools to write that, to write that, uh, write that song. Um, I'm going to ask Scott to come up. We're actually going to sing that song together as a church. Um, I do want to leave you with a couple of verses, though, about grace and mercy. I absolutely love some of these verses. I'm going to just, just read them from me. I'm not going to give the reference because I've got about 50 of them here. A lot of them come from Psalms, just scattered throughout. For thou, Lord, art good and ready to forgive, and plenteous in the mercy unto all them that call upon thee. Guys, if you're going through a struggle, if you're going through something tough, call upon the Lord. It's just that simple. His mercy and grace is so available for us. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. His mercy for me endureth forever. His mercy for you endureth forever. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. Remember, O Lord, thy tender mercies and thy loving kindness, for they have ever been of old. My mercy will I keep for him forevermore, and my covenant shall stand fast with him. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love, wherein he has loved every one of us that's here today. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endureth forever. The earth, O oh Lord, is full of mercy. Teach me thy statutes. The earth is full of mercy. We as God's people should be full of compassion and mercy and joy as a result of what God has done for us. And he said, Lord, God of Israel, and there is no God like thee in heaven above or on earth beneath, 
who keepest the covenant and mercy with thy servants that walk before thee with all their heart. In heaven above or on earth beneath, who keeps the covenant and mercy with thy servants that walk before thee with, their, with all their heart. Can that be our goal this week? To walk before an almighty and a gracious and a merciful God with all of our heart? Praise ye the Lord, O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endureth forever. I would like y'all guys, as he sings this song, I would like for y'all guys to sing, but I would like for y'all to really, really listen to the words. Maybe close your eyes for just a couple seconds and think about what God is really, really saying through this song. It's such a powerful song. It was grace that's brought me here this far and grace will lead me home. That's good stuff. That's stuff that's going to get us through whatever it is that we're going through. So Scott's going to sing it. And if y'all guys will just just sit there and just, y'all can sing. And I'd like for you to think about what he's what he's singing. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like sing this together. T'was grace that taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears relieved. How precious, how precious did that grace As long 
in this flesh and heart shall fall and mortal life shall cease I shall possess within the veil a life of joy and peace the earth shall sing the earth shall soon dissolve like snow the sun forbear to shine but God who calls but God who called me here below will be forever mine. Let's sing that verse one again. Amazing grace, how sweet the saved a wretch like me I once was lost but now I'm found was blind but make it our goal this week that we reach out and that we be a people who show God's love and mercy to people around us. Let's make it our goal this week to be vocal about what God has done for us.